Hi everyone, welcome back to the Derm of the Day podcast. My name is Caden Carver, I'm your host, and today we're going to be continuing on our infectious dermatoses, definitely a high yield one for you today. Like usual, we'll just start with a clinical vignette and then jump in to the clinical aspects, pathophysiology, diagnosis, and treatment for this condition. So, a five-year-old female presents to the office by her parents for a rash on her face. She recently recovered from a sore throat without treatment. The rash is composed of dried pustules with a superficial yellow-brown crust. So think of your diagnosis, then once you get the diagnosis, the treatment should hopefully speak for itself. And one thing with derm is you always want to keep a broad differential. So even if you feel like you know for sure what it is, try to think of some alternatives that it may be. So in this case, this is impetigo. Not too challenging for this one. You'll often hear uh, in the vignette I said superficial yellow-brown crust, but that's kind of uh, an alternate description for the honey-colored crust that is kind of described in textbooks. So the key with this is kind of the dried crust. That's pretty big to recognize. And the other key that I gave you was the recent sore throat without treatment. Um, That should kind of key you in or clue you in to a recent group A beta-hemolytic strep or strep pyogenes infection. And also the associated uh, impetigo from likely the same organism. So the etiology of impetigo, like we mentioned, group A beta-hemolytic strep or strep pyogenes can commonly cause this and then the other big one that you want to think of is staph aureus traditionally staph aureus will present more or is more likely to present with uh, blisters and kind of a bolus a little bit more aggressive presentation both of these are due to direct contact Clinically, impetigo appears as erythematous macules, can also see pustules, and then later on these honey-colored crust as the pustules kind of rupture and crust over. As we mentioned, bulla can be present, and then if you do see a bullous presentation or bullous impetigo, definitely want to think more staph aureus. Diagnosis. Culture of these lesions is not useful. If you see it and you recognize it, you have your diagnosis, and then you go ahead and treat accordingly. And for treatment, if it's kind of just mild and relatively just local superficial symptoms, go ahead and give topical mepurison, and that will cover for uh, both le- or both organisms if it's more severe but you are not concerned about MRSA 
you can give oral cephalexin, dicloxacillin, or erythromycin. If it's severe and you're concerned about MRSA, then you go to your oral uh, trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, or TMPSMX, clindamycin, or doxycycline. One thing I guess I didn't mention, it's obviously more common in kids. It's the, where you most commonly see it mentioned in a test is in association with a child. So that's kind of all we have for impetigo. We'll do a quick summary. If a child comes in with a honey-colored crust, you want to think of impetigo caused by strep pyogenes or group A beta hemolytic strep, staph aureus if it's more of a bullous or blistering presentation. This occurs through direct contact and you kind of have the progression of macules to pustules to these crusts as the lesions uh, rupture. And then it's a clinical diagnosis which after you make the diagnosis, go ahead and treat. If it's mild, just give, you can do topical mupiracin versus more severe. You wanna to move to your oral antibiotics. And that's all we have for impetigo. So hopefully this was pretty helpful, gave you some high yield points. And hopefully this allows you to recognize impetigo both on or in question vignettes as well as in treating patients. Until next time, best of luck and hope this helps.